What's up, tea drinkers? Who's ready to spill? Welcome to The Tea with KG, hosted by your girl, Kaylee Grace. Here you'll find your weekly boost of real talk mixed with laughter, healing, and all of those vulnerable, messy moments in between. The Tea with KG is a safe space for you to show up exactly as you are. We are here to share real-life stories from around the globe and be a community of love, joy, and celebrating life. This is a real deal show, so there will be coarse language and sensitive topics discussed. The most beautiful stories oftentimes emerge from the darkest of places, and we're here to explore it all. There's room for everyone at this tea time, so grab your drink of choice, spark it up, or just relax and soak it up. Cheers, and let's spill. What's up, tea drinkers? Welcome back to another episode. Today, we are going to be talking about ego. Now, what is ego? A lot of people have a misconception on what exactly is this infamous ego that people talk about so much nowadays. Now, I can remember growing up, if someone said like, oh, you have such a big ego or whatever, they were trying to say like you're full of yourself or you're cocky or whatever. And that's what ego was defined as. And I can even remember asking my parents, I'm like, what is that though? Like, what does ego mean? And they did not give me the right definition of it either. Because in my adult life, it's something that I have, you know, researched a lot through my my own healing journey, my own growth. And I also just really enjoy mindset material and things like that. Uh, someone who I love consuming their content is the Holistic Psychologist. Uh, if you haven't checked her out, definitely head on over to either Instagram, Facebook. If you can find her there, just type in the Holistic Psychologist. She actually has a book out as well, How to Do the Work, which is absolutely amazing. If you are on a healing journey and you are looking for ways to help yourself, I definitely recommend that book. She's a psychologist. She's unreal. Lots of really great info and the way that she displays her info on social media too is very uh, user friendly and I love that she does these little swipe throughs and it'll be on different topics and it's just really beneficial to know yourself and she is awesome at putting the putting the information out there for us in a way that is easy to consume. So if you are on that journey, definitely go check her out. A lot of the things we'll be talking about today, I have learned directly from her. Her name is Nicole. Also, I won't just say <laughs> her. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, we'll be definitely pulling a lot from the teachings that I have learned from the lovely holistic psychologist. So ego, we all have one. It's the voice inside our mind that tells us stories all day long. So the ego is in place to protect us. And a lot of times it thinks it's protecting us, but in reality, it's just holding us back. You see, the ego, it it wants to be able to control and predict what will happen next, even if that is not beneficial to your highest good. And there's lots of ways that this can happen. Uh, I don't know about you, but I've definitely caught myself in, you know, having those obsessive thoughts just swirl in my brain with the, you're not good enough, or like, 
why are you why are you gonna go try that? Nobody likes you. Da, 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 da. There's a million and one thoughts that can run through our brains at any given moment. And just so you guys all know, just because the thought goes through your head does not mean that it is truth. It does not mean that it is fact. It's just not the tea. And a lot of us are so attached to these thoughts and stories and we think they're true and we react accordingly. So, you know, maybe you really, really, really want to take a chance and try something new, but you're so terrified of failing or of what people will think. Oh, and just FYI, people are going to talk about you no matter what you do. So you might as well follow your heart and give them something good to talk about. Am I right, tea drinkers? (laughs) But... That's the thing, right? And like we will tell ourselves that all these like negative things and in reality when you think about it, that's not helping you. It's not pushing you further. It's not helping you grow. You're not going outside your comfort zone. You're just swirling with these thoughts and stories that you're telling yourself and you think we think they're true and we, re- we react accordingly and they're just not true. It's the ego and it's attempting to keep us safe and you know, it's like, well, why would it, would, would it do that? Like, why would it want to, you know, tell myself limiting stories that, that hurt me in the long run? And like I was saying, it, it wants to be able to predict and control and it creates these, these habitual patterns where it's just like you're on a loop, right? And like the ego, it can blind us from seeing our own truths about ourselves and the role we play within all of this and we need to be able to see ourselves clearly in order to move forward and evolve properly because that's just how we grow and when you think about it in life we've never you've never grown without doing something that maybe was kind of scary even if it didn't feel absolutely terrifying to you at the time or maybe it did maybe it had you shaking in your boots it's the way you get yourself out of that little that little comfort zone that everybody loves to stay in so much and it it forces you to elevate to the next level. It's kind of like even if you're, you know, trying a new workout or something or you're you're investing in your health. Yeah, it might feel really scary to walk through those gym doors for the first time or to dedicate to, you know, eating healthy. It it might be you might resist it with everything you got but that's just because you've created this habit and the ego is comfortable with that habit even if it's not serving your highest good or serving your health or whatever the case may be so there's lots of different ways that our egos can be activated and i find as i've grown i I mean, don't get me wrong. I, of course, the ego still gets me too. It gets everybody. We're, we're human. We're not perfect. So it is going to happen like that. But I've noticed in how I communicate and stuff, even in relationships, I always try to not communicate from a place of like an activated ego. Because generally speaking, that kind of communication doesn't really get you anywhere. It's just pointless. And it's more of the proving you're right or wrong, which if you think about the big picture, it's just so stupid because it's not about being right or wrong. When you're with your partner and you're trying to communicate, you should be coming at it from a place of open empathy and just trying to understand where that person's coming from. As soon as you start getting 
into the ego games with the right wrong oh my god that's like the fastest way to get me really frustrated if I'm communicating with someone I'm just like nope we're gonna take a step back we're not gonna talk right now until you put your ego aside because it's just so pointless like who cares who's wrong or right the point is having that open communication to get to the root of the cause what's the actual issue here okay let people feel what they feel doesn't give them a right to you know react in a way that's toxic or unhealthy but like everyone's entitled to their feelings we're all human we're all gonna feel things and it doesn't necessarily mean those feelings are facts but they still happen and you need to be aware of that you need to be aware of your own feelings as well and be aware okay am I speaking from ego or am I speaking from you know a place of openness and understanding so when our egos are activated you'll notice you're more defensive you're not listening because you're trying to prove that you're right you'll have like really intense emotions and you just get super overwhelmed you'll say things you don't mean your nervous system won't be regulated and like sometimes you'll replay the conversation you know you ever have those arguments with nobody when you're in the shower and you're like and another thing <laughs> and you're replaying a conversation that you've already had and you know you're you're like oh I wish I could have said this or you know why didn't I say that I've definitely had those fake shower arguments so <laughs> I can relate to that one for sure but with the activated ego you know you're you're not in that same kind of open, lighthearted frame of mind and you're just trying to protect yourself, you know, and some people get more fiery when they're in that mode. Some people shut down. Everybody's wired differently. It just really depends on you. But next time, if you find yourself, you know, having a disagreement with your partner or a friend or family member, whatever the case may be, Take a step back for a second and ask yourself, okay, am I speaking from ego right now? Because if you are, it might be a good idea to just zoom out and think about what's the actual issue here. Because like, it's, it's also really satisfying sometimes when you do operate from ego because you know, you get that instant gratification of the, I'm right, and I'm saying that in air quotes, guys. And that's exactly what it is. It's just instant gratification. It's not long-term problem solving. And if you are having a disagreement with someone, wouldn't you want to, you know, actually look at the root of what's going on so then maybe this disagreement doesn't continuously come up over and over again? I don't know about you, but I certainly would rather know why are you, like what is triggering you right now? Okay, let's address that. And let's move forward with a game plan. Like I'm very much a big picture problem solver kind of girl. So I, uh, I have a hard time when people speak to me from ego. It's just like, okay, can you not? Like is this, it's, it's just pointless to me. And I'm like, why are we wasting our, our breath? Like can we not waste our energy on this because it's just so stupid? It's really not getting us anywhere. <laughs> That's just how my brain operates with that kind of a thing. And like speaking of ego in the relationships, it 100% can have an effect and even hurt our relationships. And like I was saying, the ego, it's like the I. It's like the I, I identity or the concept of who you think you are based on, you know, your past life experiences and things you've been through. 
And if you have like a wounded ego, your nervous system can become activated and you're more likely to be defensive or shut down. Or like I said, you might get a little hot and spicy with those people you care for. And it's again, it's just, it's the wounded ego being activated. And it's not that you don't want to be close to your people, but when that ego gets in the way, it's actually pushing people further away. And, you know, there's a lot of us that have childhood relationships that had abandonment, betrayal, shaming, complete dismissal of our needs. There's all of that which can come into play with these types of things. And, you know, like I said, we're all human. None of us are perfect. Not one single person on this planet is perfect. They do not exist. We are all imperfectly perfect, I like to say, because we all have a story. We've all been through some shit. I don't think there's one person alive who hasn't been through some form of trauma in their lives. Uh, you know, and like we say, we don't compare traumas, so we won't say how big or small each person's trauma is because, again, it's all about perception, right? How do you perceive what you've been through? So with all of that being said, with our ego, if it's overactive, it's trying to make sure we don't experience that same pain again. And even me just sitting here talking right now, I can run a tally through my head right now and think of a few examples for me personally where my ego definitely wants to protect me. And it's just a fear response from something that has happened before. And like the ego thinks there's a threat or there's danger. And in reality, there's not. Like a great example is if you've been betrayed in past relationships, which I'm sure a lot of you listening have been and you can relate to that. When you enter into a new relationship, sometimes that baggage wants to come with you. And you know, it's not that you want the baggage with you. It's not that you don't trust your partner. It's just you've been through a lot of things that make your your brain think that I'm not safe right now. And if this happened before, it's going to happen again. And that's, again, the wounded ego, right? So you have to take accountability for that as well. Because it's, again, it's that it's that cycle of stories that we tell ourselves that are just not true. It's like the bad star magazines with the bad gossip that is so far-fetched and not true. But, you know, obviously there's people who buy those and they think that stuff is facts and it's not. And it's the same idea with our ego when it's running on autopilot telling us all these stories you know, you're not good enough or this person's going to hurt you or, you know, you're not smart enough, la la la. There's a million and one things that, you know, can run through our brain. And that's just the tea when it comes to that wounded ego. But you have to be aware of it so it doesn't continue to sabotage your life because you want to grow. You want to get out of that comfort zone. And yeah, it's not comfortable right away when you're trying to rewire your brain from thinking one thing that it's so used to thinking because you have developed that neurological pathway and it's like a well-worn path, right? And you're trying to break new ground and you're trying to go through the forest where there's no path, there's nothing, you're the one, you're the pioneer, you're making the pathway. So it's not going to be easy right away. You're going to have to go through a lot of those bushes and brush and get them out of your way and you're going to have to go over it again and again and again to get it to be a well-worn pathway. But it is possible to rewire the brain 
and get that well-worn pathway into positive thinking that pushes you forward in your life and helps you evolve and helps you grow and helps you be whoever you're meant to be in this life. So there is hope, people. <laughs> all of us with those wounded egos, which I mean, is all of us. And I, I mean, I don't know where you're at on your journey, but maybe you're very aware of this and you've done the work, which is bravo, clapping for you right now. Those of you doing the work and those of you who are just starting, I'm clapping for you too because you know what? We all start somewhere and it's never too late to start. It's never, never, never too late to start. Oh my god. On a tangent, your hype girl is here. She is here already for all of you. (laughs) Coming back to that activated ego. Like I was saying, we have to learn to calm those egos so we can listen to, you know, our friends, our family, our partners, whoever it is, take in their perceptions and allow their feelings to be heard. And that's the space, like I said, where the true healing and growth and evolution really takes place. There's different ways that the ego affects our love as well. So there's a really, really great graphic that the holistic psychologist has done. It's got two columns. One's ego love, one's authentic love. Um, I'm going to read a couple of them off to you just so you kind of get an idea. It's I love it just the way it's laid out. So I'm going to read what the ego love says and then what the authentic love is that matches with it. So, ego love, I love you based on how you make me feel. Authentic love, I love you, I love who you are as a human being. Ego love attempts to fix, control, or change. Authentic love honors flaws, self-expression, and freedom. Ego love projects unhealed trauma and insecurities. Authentic love owns triggers, apologizes, and takes responsibility. Ego love, meet my needs now. Authentic love, mutual need meeting. Ego love, I need you to be a version of self that feels most comfortable for me. Authentic love, I support your highest self and work through my own discomfort. Ego love, keeps scores of injustices, has tantrums, makes others walk on eggshells. Authentic love, can have difficult conversations, and communicates clearly. So I really liked that little graphic. I thought it was really cool because even in like TV shows and movies like that you've watched as you've grown up or even now, you see so much of that ego love and that unhealthy shit. And it's just once you start diving in and like, you know, healing yourself and learning these things and you watch stuff, you're like, wow, this is so toxic and unhealthy for me to watch right now. But again, that's all about awareness, right? And like I said, that's where everything starts. It's self-awareness and not one of us is the perfect human, like I said. So don't feel bad and don't be too hard on yourself because we are all capable of growing and evolving and learning. That's the beauty of being human is it's never too late to make a change in your life and you don't have to stay stuck where you are. You know, we're supposed to learn and change and grow and I I just thought of that picture. I'm sure a lot of you have seen it. It's a, I don't, I know one side is the butterfly and uh, the other side, I think it's still a caterpillar. I can't really picture it that well, but I'm pretty sure it's still a caterpillar talking to the butterfly. And the caterpillar's like, you've changed. And the butterfly's like, we're supposed to. And uh, 
you know, it's just true. And like sometimes I think people try to be insulting or mean when they say that to people who are growing and evolving. They're like, ugh, you've changed. It's like, good. (laughs) It's a good thing that we've changed. Obviously, as long as you're like changing for the better, like don't, you know, flip the other way and then go down a path that's maybe a bit more destructive. But at the same time, we all have to get to finding ourselves in our own way. And sometimes going down one path is how you snap out of it and recenter yourself and find your way back to yourself. And really, at the end of the day, that's all we're doing here is walking each other home. And, you know, that's the tea. Like, we're just here trying to figure it out. Nobody has all their shit together. No matter what you see on social media, no matter what you hear, People show the highlight reel, right? Like they're not going to show every single struggle they've ever been through. It also depends what they're comfortable sharing because the internet can be mean. And when you put yourself out there, you're being vulnerable and open to scrutiny. So, you know, some people have a healthy boundary with what they choose to share or not share. And that's totally fine. Like you have to respect people's privacy and boundaries and whatever they're comfortable sharing that's that's fine you know what I mean like I keep my relationship very private on social media and I'm very happy with it and that's just what works for us and it's the most healthy and happy relationship I've ever been in and I'm so grateful for him he's just he's such an amazing man and I'm just so lucky (laughs) look at me talk about ego and then I'm jumping right into my my little loved up relationship talk here. But, (laughs) you know, when you're happy, it's amazing. And I don't even know how I got to this place, but you guys know how we do by now. What are we? Episode 10, Ramble McGee is here. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, you just have to become okay with wherever you're at. Let's get back to our topic here, guys, because I could go on a tangent. We all know this. Um... So yeah, don't feel hard on yourself if you are not quite where you want to be. That's okay. Look at it as an opportunity. Look at it as your moment where you can just say, you know what, fuck this shit. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to be the person I want to be. And you know what? You don't have to feel guilty about that. You don't have to feel weird about it. You don't have to feel anything about it. You can do you. And it's okay. And who cares what everyone else has to say? As challenging as that can be, I know sometimes that's easier said than done. But you got to put up some sort of boundary that separates yourself from giving a fuck about what everyone thinks. Because at the end of the day, you have to live your life for you. If you're living your life for you and you're being your best possible person for you, that's going to translate to everybody in your life. Your light will shine so bright and it will shower those around you with love. And that's just a beautiful thing, right? And with that being said, we're going to call it tea time for today, tea drinkers. Thank you so much for tuning in. I truly, truly am so grateful for each and every one of you for tying in your amazing energy into this podcast or YouTube, wherever you happen to be checking this out from. I just want to send my my truest gratitude to all of you and I want to wish you love and light as always. Keep an eye out next week. We have a very special guest joining us and we actually have a lot of special guests coming up. I can't wait to share their light with all of you.
wishing you a beautiful day, evening, afternoon, whatever time it is, wherever you're tuning in from. Sending you all the best. And I can't wait to tune in next week with all y'all. Oh, oh, oh.